0: What is good, y'all? It's your boy, Deluxe. And on this podcast, basically, (laughs) this was all motivated from really the action of me shaving off my beard. Uh, What we're going to be talking about, what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast is why, as barbers, uh, really we desire change, but rarely do we have the intention to actually create the change. Uh, Why what got you to charging uh, $40 per haircut will actually be the same thing, holding you back from charging more, like $100 plus, Uh, the ripple effect that will go on uh, when you get out of the hamster wheel uh, in your business, whether that be barbering. Or whether that, whatever that may be, and the inevitable truth about the progression that honestly we must all face. So to start off, um, why do we as barbers desire change, but l- l- rarely do we ever have the intention to change? Well, I think first you have to understand what desire and intention is. A desire is just basically an internal wanting, right? Desire is nothing more than just acknowledging the fact that you want something. So I can desire to have a million dollars, I can desire to have a car, but intention is the action that we take day in and day out or just the action of doing to get the million dollars or get the car. So uh, put it in simpler terms and, and, and the way it was explained to me, the best way at least, uh, between desire and intention, um, desire is like when you were, let's say, in school, and you wanted to ask, like, raise your hand to ask a question or answer a question, whatever the case may be. You have a desire to raise your hand. There's something inside you that wants to raise your hand, but no matter what is inside you, your hand doesn't go up. And I know for me, I've had this happen plenty of times before, um, where you just, you know, you want to go ahead and raise your hand, but um, your hand just doesn't go up. And it's because desire alone literally does not put you into action. The intention of answering a question or asking a question is what raises your hand up. When you have the intention to ask or um, answer something, you'll see your hand go straight up. But when you just have the desire to raise your hand um, or to answer, it's it's not strong enough. Now, um. why is barbers, and I-, and I see this all the time, and I've gone through this myself. Uh, back when I was cutting hair um, at a barbershop, I was charging like $20 per haircut, and I desired change. I wanted to go ahead and actually um, create something bigger. I wanted to go ahead and create a business that was actually profitable um, and Feel more fulfilled in my work because going around, I was I was making money. Don't don't get me wrong. It wasn't like I was broke. I had a lot of money in the bank, but for me, it was like three years of like literally doing the same thing day in and day out, cutting up the same people like every two weeks, um, and kind of just getting stuck in a hamster wheel. And I did not feel fulfilled, and I felt like, damn, is this all my life gonna be is is gonna be like, and it really. It doesn't matter if you're charging $10, if you're charging $20, if you're charging $40, if you're charging like $60, $80. When you get in that hamster wheel of um, of just stalling out for a long period of time, an extended period of time, um, it really does not matter how much money you charge because all you really desire is change and a, a way forward because I could have felt the same way charging a hundred dollars that I did feel at 20 might've been, you know, a little bit more different circumstances. But, um, for me at least, and I think for a lot of people, you want to, we, we, we desire and we, we want to have progression. We want to see progression in ourselves. Nobody just wants to be staying still doing nothing. Um, However, the intention is to not change. Um, Understand that, and we talked about this, I've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, Literally, the brain and the human body is trying to stay out of uncomfortable and painful situations, and change is one of the most painful, uncomfortable, uncontrollable situations you could put yourself through. Um, So... Of course, the intention, it's very hard to put yourself in that intention mode, in that intentional space to want and bring on change. But once you get the ball rolling, it becomes a lot easier. It's just getting over that first hump of, okay, I desire change, but I really don't want to be going, your body literally, I really don't want to be putting myself out there. I really don't want to, whether that be getting on social media, whether that be raising your prices, whether that be structuring your business a lot differently, whether that be, um, taking time off and there's certain things and certain, uh, um, uh, little ticks about different, everybody else, everybody's very different in what they have ticks wise, um, as a barber. Um, and I've heard it all working one-on-one with barbers, uh, in my elevated mentorship program. Uh, it could be from, you know, associating, uh, hard work with a lot of money, right? Like, like, okay, if I just work long hours and cut a lot of heads, I will make a lot of money. That's like a paradigm shift. That's incredible to break for many barbers. Um, Others could be uh simply just just even even uh being aware that they could they could tell their clients like no i'm I'm going to go up in prices and 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 not have not be afraid of uh, that uncomfortable moment when they have clients leave. A lot of people are afraid of when clients actually leave their uh, their business um, because they're in such a scarcity mindset. It actually comes from a scarcity mindset, right? If you think about it, if you're afraid of losing clients, if you're afraid of raising prices because you'll lose clients, you're basically telling yourself that I don't have the confidence in getting more clients at this new price um, and i if I lose clients, I'm not going to have a business because I'm, I don't have the ability to take on new clients. And for some people, that is actually the case. That is why they enroll in the elevated mentorship program is to learn how to go ahead and cultivate, um, a method of bringing in new clients at, let's say, even a double price, price range. So if they're charging 40, how do we bring in clients, uh, that at ease when they charge $80, right? Uh, that's the whole mindset behind it because there is a, a definite separation in mindset and mind state um as well as operation of business and 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 some people some barbers um actually a lot of barbers just need to be able to understand what actually matters because i see people doing a lot of stuff that really like you don't need to put into your business um that wastes time um as well as um you know just not even putting in the correct things right even uh, even even underestimating what they do need to put in um So it's the intention to change that really sparks everything it's the action of taking something right so what got you to 40 to charge whatever price you're at whether it be $20 $30 $40 $50 uh is literally going to be the same thing that holding you back from charging $100 plus or whatever that may be whatever that progressive mode is and this is a very hard thing for a lot of barbers to understand is literally like every because it goes back to that comfortable safe spot because you know you can get clients and you know this works um and what i 've what I've seen from working with barbers at least um, is you know when you start off you're most barbers when they start off in a the shop they 're slow they 're stressed out because they don 't have clientele, they have bills um, you know they did barbering because they 're trying to prove to people that they can be successful and not have to go to school, whatever that reason may be and I felt that way too, right I, I, I was there like literally I remember going into the shop when I first started. Um, back in like 2014 off Power and Fruit Ridge in Sacramento. And literally, I would go into the shop, sit in my chair at 10 a.m. and literally not get up, maybe get up once to go grab some lunch and then come back and sit in that same chair until 6 p.m. and only two clients walked in the whole shop. And both those clients had an appointment with one barber so literally like all the barbers in there were just sitting there there's no walk-ins and we're like holy fuck like no, it was everybody's first shop and we didn't know what the fuck to do so you're in a scarcity mindset you're like okay i have to get something to be able to work to build up my business let me go ahead and um you know figure out what to do and that that could be like going out and passing out cards that could be putting up signs everywhere that could be going to the mall and just shaking hands or just telling people hey i cut hair or giving discounts right all this stuff i get it you you, you and you it's not necessary, but everybody kind of defaults to it because when you're in a scarcity mindset and that in the scarcity mindset is really cultivated in that time period. Right. Like, oh, shit, uh, I don't have any clients like I, I don't have business. Like I need to get people in here. I need to start making some money because I need to pay booth rent and all these other things that are going through my mind. Um, so they do all these things. They build up a business. Right. They start getting clients and maybe after six months of doing this repetitively, they're booked out and they feel calm. are like, yes. All right. I did it. And then they just continue doing the same thing over and over again, meaning like cutting the same amount of hair, making the same amount of money and not seeing the progress on their um, on their business. So they go ahead and say, OK, well, hmm, I want to raise prices. I'm going to just go ahead and raise it like five, 10 bucks. Right. Five, 10 bucks. Cool. And then they're like, all right, well, to go ahead and get more clients. I, I already know how to get clients. I just got to go pass out business cards and shake hands and talk to people and give discounts and people are gonna come in and I already have referrals from people so I'm gonna also tell my clients to stay with me like if you give me a referral, I'm gonna give you so such and such off a haircut price and that's gonna be good. And that works, that gets people in and it still builds up their business, right? And then at some point in time, <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried this, right? I think I actually did try this one time <laughs> and I got laughed at. Um, you know, when I was charging 100 bucks and when I did get up to charging 100 bucks, I was like, Oh, I wonder what's gonna happen if I go up to this person, shake their hand, tell them I'm a barber, and then tell them my price. Right? Actually, this has actually happened plenty of times before, of where people ask what I do. Tell them I, I'm a barber. Ask how much I charge, and they literally laugh and be like, "Ha, never mind." Because at one point it was it was two hundred dollars, right? I, they would ask me, "What do you charge?" I said, I, I charge two hundred dollars, and they laughed at me like, "Ha, okay, yeah, no," <laughs> you know. So at some point in time, handing out business cards and doing that stuff is ineffective, right? And you and but the thing is, um, the mindset of many barbers is, "Well, this is what worked for me before, so if I just continue doing more of it, right?" The thought is. The more I do this, the more business I get, which is actually the most back-fucked-mind mindset um, that will actually get you in a hole because now you're completely uh, not only complacent on just one method, but you're also only relying on a specific pool of clients um and only able to scale up so high. Like I said before, you you try to go out somewhere out out and hand out your card, you know, to somebody, say, hey, I cut hair. You know, they and then they, you know, I come come, you should come see me sometime, you know, when your barber can't get you in. And then, you know, and then and then you tell them how much you charge and you be like, and 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 by the way, I charge uh I charge two hundred dollars and see how that goes for them. See what the response is on uh, your end of things. Because <laughs> I'm willing to bet it might be like, ha ha, no, right? So, you know, and this is what kind of gets Barber's in the fearful mindset of like, okay, they, they already kind of know this already, right? They, they kind of know like, okay, well, I can't do that, but I don't really know what else to do. So I'm going to just keep on doing what I'm doing and stay in this little area and this is all I'm going to be doing. And this kind of creates like a very, very bad uh, repetitive cycle that kind of just gets them in a rut uh, that we literally, like when, when I work with people one-on-one, um, I've had to work with students over an extended period of time to literally uproot their belief systems about who they are, uh, binary polls, um, basically like, like <laughs> look, this is not how you're supposed to run your business, right? Right. Um, so but getting back on topic uh with how this even ties into um shaving off my beard, right? So for me, um I haven't been clean-shaven in 8 years. 8 years, right? Um so when when we think about the self, when we think about when we see ourselves uh in a mirror or passing by anywhere, uh we create we have a character that's made up in our minds, right? Um so like um let's say, you know, you're going, let's say you just go out and hang out with friends, right? The way you dress, everything like that. Um, you have this character made up in your mind about how you're supposed to act, the character traits, uh, personality traits, likes, dislikes. All this stuff it, it like plays into effect in your mind without you realizing it. And this isn't something that like your mind does... Um, it just does this to be able to kind of fit a face to a character uh, so it doesn't have to continually ask, okay, what is this? What is this? What is this? Because the more times it has to work on figuring out who you are, the more energy it has to spend, the more ener- the less energy it has on other tasks. Um, and it does this with everybody else. Like you look at like your mom, your dad, your friends, like you kind of just look at them and you know exactly like how they act. You kind of know and understand their character, um, the same thing is with you when you look at yourself. Now, the great thing is, is when you get in a great space of okay, uh, not being scarcity, like an abundant mindset, a very growth mind-minded uh, type of mindset. Uh, this allows for massive growth and and kind of uh, it reinforces uh, all the belief, the positive beliefs that push you forward in life. The only bad thing is, is when um, those beliefs or whatever you have going on in your mind, max out those binary polls. Like you can only get so far handing out business cards, right? That would be a binary poll, quote unquote. A barber thinks that they have to hand out business cards to to create business. At some point in time, you're going to max out how uh, how much efficiency and how much you can actually charge by handing out a business card. Now, this is not like like an all said and done type thing. I'm sure there are people out there who charge $200 to hand out their business cards, but it's like being around the right people and, and and kind of have the right frame of mind. I'm just talking about the the, the typical the industry and the average barber in themselves. Okay, because I know there's going to be people. Well, deluxe, so you, you know, such and such hands out business cards and they charge 500 bucks and they get clients that way. I'm not talking about them. Okay, <laughs> this is about you. This is your podcast. All right. Don't think about this as their podcast. When you think about it as your podcast, you're going to get something out of it because it, it it'll relate to you on a deeper level. Um. So, when, when we kind of get in these, these cycles of seeing ourselves saying, oh, okay, well, I'm just a barber who passes out business cards. This is how I get business. Um, and you kind of have that deep rooted system. Now you can start seeing where that kind of gets fucked up in your head a little bit. You get stuck. You get into ruts, right? People, people say, oh, I'm just in a, I'm, I'm just not making progress or, um, you know, I'm, I'm in a rut, right? That's what in a rut would, would, uh, equate to. Now, How do you get out of this hamster wheel uh, in your barbering business? Well, understand it's never about the tactic, right? It's not about handing out business cards. It's not about shaking hands. It's not about social media at all either. Um, and, and, And I've come to realize this because of course, I teach social media. It's like the backbone for a lot of what I teach, at least. Um, but I was always like, I, I was always interested to see why some students like really flourished like super well, um, and continue to c- continue to progress, uh, day in and day out. Like, let's say, South Bay Chris, um, you see like a JJ the beard of barber, you see uh guys like Suncuts who's who's on, new on the come up too, and you, you like you wonder like for me, I look and wonder why, okay, like why do those students flourish and then some other students they have success and then they kind of go back to uh revert back, I guess, to um old tendencies a little bit. Right. And I see this. Um and even you think about it with maybe somebody who was very overweight right? You see somebody who's very overweight, they get in the gym for six months, they go hard, they work out, they get an amazing body finally, right? You're like over there like, yeah, you got in shape, good job, right? They're feeling good about themselves. And then three months after they get in shape, they're like twice the size they were when they first started. And that's because their identity of themselves interior-wise, their, their personal development, the way they looked at themselves has not changed. I'm sure this, this is very, very simple and understanding, but how does how do how do you get out of this ripple effect especially in your barbering business? Well, You have to start with the self. You have to start with the understanding of abundance wise and actually what holds you back binary poles wise. And this is something that we do again in elevated mentorship. Uh, It's like really, literally like one of the first things uh, I do with a new student because it's like literally, look, if we can understand where you're stuck at, binary poles, like your your hard rooted beliefs, um, we can literally take the inverse of that, the opposite of that. Um, try that out for a week, and like you do that, and operate in that type of mindset, um, and we will actually start to see the um, you start taking a couple steps out of that rut. Right, you'll start even feeling yourself getting momentum back in your business because um, you have to be able to do things in a different way in your business. It's not just about desiring; it's about actually taking the action. Right, it's the intention. And you have to actually be in that and be in the fire, I like to call it. You have to actually go into the fire. Um, you have to stay in there for a fucking while. You have to not, not be afraid of feeling pain, of feeling uncomfortable. Um, and you have to allow yourself to really uh, immerse in that whole process. You can't be halfway in, halfway out. So... Um, you know, and when that happens, you have also, you know, it, it's good to go ahead and get in there, and, it, and eventually, over time, you will actually start to carve out um, new neural pathways in your brain. Um, if you don't know what neural pathways is, it's basically like a habitual thing. Uh, it, it's how habits are created in the mind. So, like I said before, the the, like I said before, the mind is always trying to optimize um, for less energy being spent on tasks that it can delegate to um just automatic so like let's say a very automatic thing you could go ahead and test this out yourself next morning when you wake up or tomorrow morning whatever that is or when you go to bed tonight you go to brush your teeth Um, just be aware of what hand you pick up your toothbrush with right Um, and like where you start brushing your teeth at first because I can, willing to bet you, it is the same exact thing every single day. And that's because there's a neural pathway that has been created that it's habitual for you to go ahead and it says, okay, teeth brushing time, I don't have to think about what hand I pick this up with, and I don't have to think about what tooth I start on, or what side of my, uh, my mouth I start on, I'm just going to start brushing my teeth. And that's the type of literally stuff that goes on in the background that we take for granted. And if something as easy as or, or as um, simple as brushing your teeth happens in the background, think about all the other things that are going on in the background decisions-wise, right? the thoughts that pop up in your head when something, let's say, you are trying to make a push forward in your business or trying to change something, all these little minute details that come up in your head that hold you back or that are deeply ingrained, that are fired off. Um, (laughs) And you can start to see why people really start to fear change. It's because it's literally ingrained in them as a habit. Um, and you have to break that habit. You have to break that neural pathway. You have to break that uh, brain uh, wave, that brain like little, um, you think about a computer, right? And how things are hardwired up. It's the same exact way how as a neural pathway works. So um, to start with the ripple effect, of course, like I said, you have to change the neural pathways. You have to change your habits, all right? The best way, and easiest way to change a habit is start with a trigger, right? So a trigger could be um, for somebody, uh, it could be whatever, like for me to, to get deep work in, right. Um, something that I've been working on is to like get deep, uh, unfiltered un, un um, uh, work that is just basically like, I don't have my phone going off notifications. I'm like zoned in, uh, I meditate. That's my trigger. When I get out of the meditation state, that's my, uh, action to go in my computer and start working, uh, without any distraction from my phone or whatever. And then my reward is I get to cook myself some nice lunch. <laughs> so if I do my deep work, I get to go ahead and have a nice little treat for lunch. Uh, and then you have to have the reward. You have to support that uh, habit that, that you're creating. And that's how habits are created, trigger, action, and reward. Um, but it's not just enough to go ahead and go through that process like we said before the people who work out um, you have to take it another step forward uh, and the next step forward is changing the identity of self and even that is a binary pull now understand and we talked about this a little bit before too um, who you believe you are is just a binary pull that you have deeply rooted inside of you because <laughs> all of us I'm sure at some point in time have changed our beliefs. You know, if, if if we literally stayed the same for our whole entire lives, um, literally only successful people will be the only successful people. Poor people will stay poor. People who have zero faith will not ever go to church, and people who are the most faithful people will never leave the church, right? Think about it like that. We are always forever changing and choosing what we want to believe and choosing what binary poles we get to set uh, in for ourselves. Um, so this is where it comes. It becomes really, really powerful. Um, when you're doing all this internal work, you yourself are taking change. You are now moving, getting things moving forward, right? But remember what I said about when you recognize and see something, see somebody, and recognize something, your brain automatically. Goes through its file, go goes through its file and says, "Okay, this is the character traits they they are." It goes off past events, right? This, this is who this person is. This is this is their character traits. This is exactly how they're supposed to be acting, and how I can go ahead and talk to them, right? Or or I communicate with them. Just real, real easy creates a whole entire uh, different type of <laughs> file in their saved brain somewhere, um, and it does the same exact thing for you now. What is the problem is when you internally are changing and don't match up to the same model that you recognize in your brain when you look at yourself, right? So, this is where a lot of a lot of um, resistance comes into play. This is where a lot of people start to lose their they they start to backtrack or start to revert back to their old habits because who they see and what they feel in, inside doesn't align and the brain will always try to override (laughs) what, if you're not, if you're not aware of it, the brain will always override, um, what you are doing internally because it'll say, no, 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 I'm, I, I have got to prove myself right. The brain is always has to be right. It's, it's always having to, um, justify and prove itself right because it literally cannot like, think about a time that you're wrong or when you are wrong. Um, and like, it, it, and, and don't think about it as like, don't have to be the, 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 the woke person who's like, oh, I don't think I'm ever wrong. I think I'm just learning, right? Okay. Of course, at some point we learned that. But w- when we were younger and we were wrong, right, we were like hurt. <laughs> so the brain associates being wrong with pain and hurt. So it's trying to avoid that feeling because it would suck to always feel that way. Um, so it's always trying to make itself feel good and feel right. Um, so whatever the brain it has the image of yourself as, it's going to try and match that up with whatever interior wise or justify why you shouldn't, this is even more crazier, why you shouldn't continue to to create change. Oh, I haven't seen the fruits yet. It's not paying off yet. Oh, like, you know, this really isn't working for me. Like I've been doing it for like two days and I haven't seen any progress. I'm just going to go back to what I've always done, right? It's stupid. <laughs> um, So you have to be able to reinforce that character that you're building. Literally, you're building yourself and rewiring your own brain to create a new person. You have to actually do that on the outside as well, too. Now, if you can kind of already guess, that plays a big part into why I shaved my beard off, right? For eight years, I was this one character, and I had to go ahead and switch things up to go ahead and... Uh, match up my interior, what I was doing inside-wise, mentally and re-hardwiring my brain to create this new figure and reinforce that into my daily life. That way I don't revert back to any old old neural pathways or anything like that, right? Um, And I've done this before. (laughs) And before I thought, okay, well, I just did this. This seems wild. Um, And it worked. But then when I had shaved it again, it brought up all these thoughts of like, holy fuck, I've done this before. I know exactly what this is. Great podcast. Let's do it. So uh, an example for you, uh, for me at least, I have two examples. Uh, Of course, we're going to get to the shave face one. The very first one that happened to me, uh, for a lot of you who have been following me, uh, has been with um, when I dyed my hair purple. Right. (laughs) I'm sure everybody remembers that time period when I was just dying my hair, plenty of different colors, um, literally like almost every week into a different color. Um, But the crazy part was, is I was actually becoming a new character of myself. Now, people who follow me and know me personally already knew that I was doing something very, very different. They already knew I was becoming a very different person. However, the people who were on like social media or didn't really know me or just starting to follow me just thought this is who I was. But there was a big change going on probably eight months prior. And what this was, was a time for me at least when I was cultivating a very artistic and creative mode. Uh, As a barber, um, I was always, you know, of course I could cut hair and do everything like that, but. I had to get really good at creating social media content. And for me, I have a background of being more disciplined, working very hard, and um, being focused on like, you know, from sports. From playing sports, you, you, like the sports mindset of discipline and focus and hard work. Um, so being creative and being free flowing and being spontaneous didn't come natural to me. My natural neural pathways was like, no, we have to do it this way. It has to be done this way and just focus super hard and like willpower your way through. And um, for those artists out there, you already know that is not an equation to go ahead and get ideas flowing. <laughs> so for me, I knew I had to become this person. I had interest in becoming an artist and a creative person. But my neural pathways of and belief of who I was, uh, every time I looked at myself, thought, No, no, no! You're a hard worker. You're you're a um, you're a disciplined. You focus super hard, and you will power your way through. This is this is, these are those are actually the things um, that you think of yourself. Those are binary poles. So for you who think, Oh, I'm introvert. I'm 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 very quiet, shy. Those are binary poles for you, right? <laughs> like seriously, those are binary poles that are actually holding you back. And a great way to do that is actually do the opposite. So if you're introvert, introvert, try being a little bit more extroverted. If you're shy, be more outgoing, so on and so forth. Um, but that's, now I'm kind of getting a little bit more into what I do with my students. But... Um, So I had to go ahead and cultivate a creative space for myself. I had to cultivate an artistic space for myself. Um, And it was actually uh, Antoine Dunn in the shop who said, hey, look, he kind of noticed this. He kind of recognized it in me that I wanted to go in that direction. He's like, hey, look, why don't you just buy a keyboard and start making beats, right? So literally, and nobody knows this, by the way. This is like a story that's untold, and, and if you know, you know, but I literally bought like a keyboard and bought software and I started making beats on my computer, not to like become a D like a a producer or anything like that, but just to get like those, those creative juices flowing and actually go ahead and start becoming more creative, right? Actually start the process of, okay, how does an artist think when you're creating from scratch? Uh, Because I knew that was going to be very, very valued, valuable to me when creating content. Uh, I wanted to create something new and be an artistic person uh, through my content and but I would never I was never that person before, so I just started taking action on it, started doing stuff, and um, it was actually like I, I was I was beginning to get more understanding of it, right? I started I started like getting more into fashion, I started uh, listening to a lot uh, more um, diverse music uh, uh, stuff, I started to. Um, draw, I actually even started to design clothing too. I actually started like, I have a, I have like a book of like clothes that I, I, like a clothing line I was like designing, um, at, like, like a, um, <laughs> you know, type of stuff. Um, it, nobody's ever known that either. Like I have the, I have the, the workbook somewhere in my apartment just like hidden away, but like I was doing these things, these things daily, right? I wasn't just, um, just taking action I was actually cultivating this new person this new identity of myself and I did this for about eight months without anybody knowing right and uh you know, of course, around the time when my, my fr- previous Instagram had gotten hacked and, and taken down, I thought, hey, look, I need to go all in with this artistic mode. Like I need to go ahead and, and like really solidify who this person is. Um, and this is my new clean slate to like really redefine exactly who I am. So, of course, it started up the new Instagram. And like within a month, I went ahead and just I was like, you know what, let me just go. Like I need to reinforce this thing. I'm going to dye my hair. Right? I was just like, I'm going to grow my hair out and I'm going to dye it. I'm going to just do it. So I grew my hair out a little bit because uh, I had a buzz cut. And so I grew it to like a crop and I dyed it purple. And every time I looked at myself, everybody was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm reinforcing myself right now. And like every time I looked at myself, I I couldn't recognize like you literally will not recognize yourself um when you do something different like that. So. The amazing part is when your mind doesn't recognize its own self. You can actually piece together the the character traits that you want it to remember, that will reinforce that figure of uh, in your mind. So for me, I literally lost and destroyed that image of the disciplined, focused, like willing Ugh! guy, and, I, and, and, and and like and sports character. And I created a new character of myself who was artistic, creative, free flowing, ideas of just like crazy shit that you could like create through a visual experience. Um, I was the artist, right? In that moment, I created that physically. So every time I looked at myself, I knew right then and there, I am the artist. I wasn't just saying it internally, I was actually living it and reinforcing it outside too. And that worked very well for me, right? Of course. Built on my social media very, very big, Um, really got good at uh, YouTube, had really wild and creative ideas, um, and was really, really in a flow of artistic creativity. Now, (laughs) artistic creativity and business mindset don't gel together. Meaning like when I had to go ahead and switch on to um, doing something like this, right? Even even, um, running my online courses, it was still very undisciplined. It was still very... Um, I mean, they were fucking great, right? Of course, they got incredible results. But the business mindset behind it was just a fraction that was missing. And I knew that and I recognized that. And I said, okay, if I really want to go full on with in this business direction, right, I have to really, literally change my character and change my identity again. So then I go ahead and going back in the lab. This time, I go ahead and just start studying business. And um, i learned a little bit more and more and more and, and, and of the character trait of who i should develop in my mind and getting this idea of who i who i want to become and working on in, inside wise of like okay mentally like reprogramming my mind um, to like not be distracted during work to not um, you know have random thoughts going in, going throughout my head but like just straight focus on one thing um and just being a very business mindset again and and doing something doing uh undisciplined free flowing work from for like two year time period three year time period to try and go to switch up this whole new plane was something that was very difficult and it took me a long time but once i actually got understanding it uh and it was really like the force of like me Uh, Stopped cutting hair when I stopped cutting hair full time and I went full on in with everything It was like, okay, I have to do this (laughs) I like I have to go ahead and actually embody this. So um, One of the couple things I did was I went dark on social media. I stopped posting right that was reinforcing the figure Because I wasn't just posting on social media anymore like the artistic deluxe now I'm being business mindset wise and I'm literally like stopping myself from posting or being on social media all the time to and that just reinforces that shit for me. Like the, every single day it was like, okay, I'm reinforcing again. I didn't post. I didn't really go on social media. Okay, cool. I'm being this person. I'm being this person, working, 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 working. Um, and <laughs> in, really ingraining in my mind like how I need to operate on a day-to-day basis until then all of a sudden it comes again. A point comes where, hey, look, I understand exactly the character I am. It's time to reinforce this. And guess what happens? shave off the beard baby <laughs> so I went ahead and, and there was other things too I, I'm, I'm in a very um, intense personal development um, program right now um, and you know that also brought a lot of awareness for me I was like okay yeah a lot of things lined up where it was like okay shave off the fucking beard let's do this like it's time um and honestly it was one of the easiest things i could have ever done now again this isn't just because i shaved off my beard because i was tired of it and honestly the reaction from it again it was crazy so the reaction i got when i colored my hair was what the fuck are you doing are you mentally okay like yo slim shady like all these like w- like wild comments but it was the same people that were like yo i see what you're fucking doing like six months later after i was like you know, embodying this artistic figure, they're like, "Yo, I see what you do, and I fuck with you, yo." They're like, okay, all this stuff. They were, they were the same people that were kind of downing it, and the same thing's happening again now too. Um, and I, I'm just saying this not not to like, you know, call out nobody, but I'm saying this for those of you who go through a process like this. Like, this is this is what happens. People start because <laughs> because you literally broke their brain brains um, idea of who you are to them. Like, they they can't. Like not only for you, you broke like exactly who you are to them. They can't recognize you, right? Have you ever seen somebody like, damn, I don't, I don't know who you are. Well, good, yeah, because I'm changing. Cool, like I, I'm, I don't know who I am either. I'm like literally like piecing this shit together right now, and <laughs> like it's for the better. So just chill. But people don't like to be in uncontrollable situations. They like to have control on things. They like to know exactly what's happening. Um, and when you put them, when you uh present to them an uncontrollable state. Um, they just freaked the fuck out. And that's what happened when I posted a picture of myself with no beard. People are like, holy fuck, like, what? like I had people like, yo, you look so good, like, yo, you look glowing, all this good stuff, and then I had people like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, why? Like, you know, all, all these questions. And I even had people say like, yo, you've literally hit rock bottom. <laughs> like seriously, people said you literally hit rock bottom. And uh, what they don't realize is that's a direct reflection of how they view themselves too, surprisingly. Um, basically saying they're, they're basically saying to me, um, breaking it down wise, is if I took a massive change on my look, um, that will only equate to when I um, am physically lost, like physically, mentally lost, and I don't know what to do with my life. Instead of understanding, you have to actually lose yourself. Like they're so holding tight on their figure. Um, on their binary pole of who they believe they are that if that was lost and destroyed they themselves like are so tied to that That they themselves too would be lost not realizing that they are choosing to be that way every single day Right. We're just choosing which binary poles to live by and that's what the greatest thing about this is You can literally choose if you're not happy with, with how uh, You react to something or your view on something you can literally choose if you the, the opposite, you know, to, to, so that you're not worried and that doesn't affect you anymore, right? Or even just ignore the whole thing altogether. Um, now, <laughs> I know I talked about myself a lot uh, in terms of, you know, my progression with this. Of course, I have students who have progressed with this as well. And I'm going to get to a student, uh, Sunny, a little bit later on. Um, but here's the inevitable truth um, about progression that all of us honestly have to face. No matter what, if you change your character, that character will only get you to another certain point and you will have to go through another progression. Like this is always continuously happening. happening. And the people who take extreme change, um, who really gets go in depth with themselves uh, in terms of really deeply rooted beliefs and uh, their belief systems of who they are, how they need to operate, how they need to think, those are the ones that 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 jump ahead the farthest. The ones who kind of make the smallest changes They get a little progress, but they, they will always get held up at some point of um just not just not pushing shit forward. I know people you, you probably have heard people say, oh, I just can't get it get it to get it working. I just can't make it work. Well, yeah, because you're not working, right? What you got going on inside wise, your beliefs is not working for what you want to accomplish. Remember, if you listen to last podcast, I talked about uh, this worksheet that I go through with my students, which is called current current character uh, and desired character, where we literally bridge the gap of who they currently are right now and who they desire to be. And from that worksheet, it's literally like emerging together. It makes the picture stupidly clear of like, oh, fuck, okay, this is what's holding me back. This is what I have to be to, to actually make the success I want become easiest to me. Um, let me go ahead and just like stop doing all that shit and, and take on the new shit. It's easier said than done because like I said before, we're deeply rooted in our habits. Um, a habit and a habit could be, you know, like I was talking about my boy, Sonny, sun cuts. I love the kid to death. Right. But he was literally the most scarcity mindset person. I think I've um, had to coach at first. And if you see him now, you're like, what? Sonny's fucking popping. Right. Sonny is like the dude. But when he first started with me, he actually like first week in was trying to get the fuck out of the program. Right. He was like, yo, um, you know, I, I this is a big investment on my part. Like, you know, I I, I like I don't think I, I that, like, this was good money. Like, I, he just started doubting himself because even before we started, his mind already recognized, oh shit, this is not something that I do typically. Um, I need to go ahead and and and, and reverse this cycle because this is not who I am. And I literally, I, I literally just let him talk and I said, Look, bro. <laughs> If I let you go ahead and walk away, which is, I, I don't, like I have other students, I have no problem. That would be a little bit less work time on me. But I will literally be letting your true authentic self of what you really want to become down. And I will actually be holding you back, not yourself, because I had the opportunity to go ahead and help you break through that. Um, and I allowed you to kind of regress back into your comfort zone. And that's what a lot of Elevate Mentorship is. <laughs> we, get, we make you feel uncomfortable as fuck to go ahead and see right in front of your face. It's, it's taking a hard look in the mirror. It's saying, look, look at yourself in the mirror. Do you see what you're doing? Cool, let's change that. <laughs> as well as getting a very clear view of what you ultimately want. Like I, I um, whatever business... Some, some barbers, they just want to open a barbershop, which is fine. We put them in a position to go ahead and, and achieve that uh, through their business. Uh, some barbers, they want to go ahead and start a product line or whatever that may be. Cool. Let's go ahead and get you your yourself into a position to where you can go ahead and actually get the time to do that. Because a lot of barbers, they, they say they want this. Again, they desire to have that, but there's no intention to do that. And even the intention part, they don't know how to do do an intentional action um, so kind of have to reprogram how they operate on a day- to-day basis um, and how they see and view their business um, But yeah Sonny he was he wanted he won out of the program like for about a month like he was like he very very like, fight, he, like there's always this this time period where uh, students they'll fight themselves back and forth. Right. If you ever been in, like invested in something new or tried something new out or even got went to like a new school, a new barbershop, um, hang out with a new set of friends. You start getting this like self-doubt. You're like, ah, oh, I don't know if this is right for me. I don't like I don't. And it's, you, you're like, you haven't even done the, You haven't even like hung out with those people for like five minutes or haven't even like been to the school for like two days or whatever it may be. You haven't been to the barbershop for more than like a week. And you're already like, ah, oh, I don't know. Like and it's just basically you saying you're not comfortable. Right? You haven't just felt everything out yet and you you you, you're you're this is not this is not what you're used to, right? Because if you were comfortable with it, you'd be like, ah I like this. We like stuff that make us feel comfortable. That's why we like burgers and ice cream and shit, because that shit tastes good. It makes us feel good, it makes us get that sugar high and then we feel good. Right? We don't like to eat vegetables or anything like that. We like stuff that makes us feel good. So we're always gonna try and put ourselves in a comfortable space. Um, I'm trying not to be like stupid cliche because I, I know the easy, easy thing to say next would be you have to be uncomfortable. You have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, but literally that, that's, that's what it is. Like You have to um, be all right with being in the fire and doing something um, outside of your... Bi- it's just doing something outside of your binary poles, outside of your beliefs, outside of your deeply rooted, um, this is who I am statement. So if you go ahead and do a couple of those things, if you have switch up your, um, desire, your desire to an intention, you might just shave off your beard, just like I did. <laughs> yes. Um... But yes, if, 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 if um, you really desire to have change, switch that desire to an intentional part um, because the intention is actually the action of doing. Um, I hope this brought some clarity for a lot of people um, listening, as well as clarity is why I shaved off my beard. I know people were like, what the fuck? Um, but I know this this would at least provide a value for at least one person. Uh, my request is this. Um, if, this if this brought, uh, brought you and provided, provided you with some type of value that you're gonna go ahead and take action on or do something today, um, I invite you to go ahead and pass this podcast on to somebody. It's always good to, to go ahead and get that feeling yourself, but it's another thing to go ahead and see somebody else um, do that as well from something that you gave them, right? Like imagine if, you went ahead and showed this podcast to a good friend of yours who's been stuck in a rut. And the only reason they start getting stuff going right in their life is because you allowed them to um, or you, you um, presented them with this podcast that really opened their eyes. And I'm not saying this might be some groundbreaking video. Maybe for some people it is. For some people, it might not be. But even if it's just for that one person, I will feel I will feel accomplished with that. <laughs> As always, um, if you are interested, I know I talked about my one-on-one mentorship a little bit more than usual during this one, um, just because there's a lot of similarities of breaking the uh, eh, the, the desire to change with the intention uh, and how that correlates to uh, the program and, and kind of examples. Um, if you are interested in working me one-on-one for eight weeks, um, you can go ahead and click the link in my Instagram bio, uh, just watch the Short uh, demo video, basically kind of laying out exactly what one one-on-one, on one mentorship is all about, elevated mentorship, uh, and then just make sure you fill out in a full application uh, so we can go ahead and set up a call. Uh, basically breaking down um, a strategy for you. Um, other than that, make sure you guys, guys go ahead and share this. Um, give me some feedback if this is your first time listening to this podcast. Welcome. Um, I always like to drop at least two to three a week uh, when I am in a podcast uh, mode. There's a there's a time where I go into execution mode where literally I will go dark on my podcast and then I will go ahead and go maybe for a, uh, about a couple month time period, uh, be posting two or three times every week. Um, and that's just because I like to be an executor, not just a talker. I actually like to do the work in my business, learn the lessons for myself, and then come back and let you guys know what my experiences of that are, my failures, and my successes, because I think that's the best way to learn is from somebody's uh, success and failure uh, in business and in life regardless. So uh, if you're new to this podcast, make sure you subscribe uh, and feel free to drop a rating or a, um, what is that called? Is that a rating or just like the, the little five star type of thing with a, with a comment? Um, yeah, just do that thing right? (laughs) I always love to see new people go ahead and drop some love and show some love and show some feedback as well too, because with podcasting, uh, unless people go ahead and repost this on their story, they go and give a little caption saying it was fire. uh, I'm kind of left in the dark with knowing, okay, is this something that people like, don't like um, podcast wise? Along with that, if this is something you want to listen to more of, um, my suggestion for you is to go ahead and pass this along to somebody else as well too. Uh, Even though the podcasting platform is very restrictive on feedback, um, I can at least see how many people listen to each episode so the more people that listen to an episode uh the more i will have feedback of saying okay cool this is something that people more people want me to go deeper on so if something like this a topic like this is something you want me to go explain a little bit more in depth or even uh go further on in further episodes um go ahead and feel free to pass this on and that'll give me the great feedback to go ahead and keep on going uh more into this topic and with that y'all happy fucking monday um, let's go out and fucking kill it. It's already February, y'all. <laughs> it's already February. Um, we're about a month and some days out of when you started making your declarations of what you're going to accomplish for the new year. Um, keep up on that. If you haven't already, make sure you um, listen to a couple podcasts uh, on here as well too about how you should be structuring your morning routines because that's very, very key. Um, like I said, y'all, uh, I will be posting something, another podcast in the next two to three days. So Make sure you guys stay tuned and we out.